Okay, let's uh, let's just take a moment to pray, and uh, then we're going to press into the scriptures and have a time in the presence of Yehovah. What a blessing it is for us to come together and fellowship together, and you know it's exciting. Because God is here. We know that Yehovah is with us and he is guiding us. He is directing us. He is speaking uh, very clearly to so many people. He's ministering. It's amazing um, what the Father is doing. And, uh, you know, I'm encouraged. I hope you're encouraged as well. You know, we always get these broadcasts done somewhere in the middle of the night. And uh, I don't know how I get the strength to do all this when you're working all day, but I tell you what, it fires me up to come and be set aside in the presence of Yehovah. So, Father, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that if you be for us, who can be against us? And, Father, we want to follow your leading as we come to the Scriptures. Father, we pray for the right people to be tuned in to this broadcast tonight. We pray, Father, that you will set the captives free. We pray, Father, that you will bring supernatural deliverance, that you will bring healing and restoration, Father, but you will also equip us and disciple us uh, and enable us to be more effective in our witness to be more effective in our life in following you. We ask you, Father, that you strengthen us in faith, in Messiah, in Yeshua's name. May our faith get stronger and stronger every single day. I thank you, Father, that some people, I see that picture of the rope. You know, when you're, you feel like you're in a hole, the Father's saying, that rope is on you and he is pulling you out of that pit. He's pulling you out of that place where you have been screaming out for help and saying, Father, rescue me from this place. Why am I still going through the same stuff 5, 10, 15, 20 years later? Why am I still going through the same stuff? I choose to move forward. I choose to move forward. So, Father, we ask for the equipping of the saints. We ask, Father, that you enable us, that we can move forward in Yeshua's name, to be effective for your kingdom. So we cancel all the assignments of Hasatan. We break the assignments of the evil one over our lives right now, over our families. In Yeshua's name, we speak supernatural protection over our lives. We proclaim that by the blood of Yeshua, we are protected in Yeshua's name. We are not our own. We are bought with a price. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for sending your Son, that he paid the ultimate price so we could walk in freedom. So it doesn't matter what's going on in this world uh, around us. You know, they can put you in prison, but they can't put you in prison on the inside. They can do things to your flesh, but they can't pierce uh, who you are in the Spirit. And we ask, Father, for the life of the Spirit to be in control of our lives. That's our desire as we spend time in devotion. It's that the life of the Spirit will reign within our lives, that we will see the victory in Yeshua over every aspect of our life. So we ask, Father, that not one area is left untouched, that you bring completeness, that you bring wholeness and maturity in the Ruach HaKodesh, in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Welcome, Jeff. Good to see you. We've got Sandra joining us as well. Thanks for joining with us tonight. Um, you know, it always is good at the start just to have a little bit of a review over what we have been doing. And I just want to uh, proclaim 
our, our heading scripture really for this series on the importance uh, that we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And there's a few key points that I just want us to get so, uh, you know, established within our lives that it doesn't matter what we face, that this word will come forth. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And Elohim is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. There's confidence that we can have right there. And you know, many times we're in the place where we're thinking, I can't cope, I can't take this anymore. I just need you, Father, deliver me. Man, you've got people sitting down with their white sheet on right now saying, I'm just waiting for the rapture, (laughs) you know. And you know, what's the Father saying? I'm going to give you the power to stand up under all the things that you are facing. So when you're tempted... He will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Hallelujah. We shout the victory in Messiah. We are called to be victorious. We are called to be uh, those who walk in the Spirit. We are not going to be subject to the things that's going on around us. So what's the greatest need we have? The greatest need we have is the covering of a mighty Father. That's the greatest need, you know, that, that we are not alone. You know, we want, uh, we want Yehovah to go before us. And I'm going to read that scripture in a little minute. I'm getting ahead of myself here because that was one of the words that I got uh, at the beginning. But that's all right. But um, So what are we seeing in the midst of this? That, that the things that we are going through are common. And the enemy wants to isolate you and think, Ah, oh, man, you know, your life is just awful and this is why you're going through this. The reason you're in poverty is you're just a miserable sinner. The reason you've got so many attacks is because, you know, you've got so many doors open and, and you know, you just haven't learned how to shut all the doors and you can't administer your life in a proper way. These are all the things that the enemy wants to say. But just maybe you're going through things because of your walk, because of your stand, you know? And it happens all all different ways. You need to identify what's the Father saying. What is the Holy Spirit saying? I'm not, you know, we're not asking the opinions of man. I don't really care what someone thinks about how I'm living my life. I don't really care, you know, because I don't want to be one of reputation. I don't care about my reputation. I care about his reputation. It's not my reputation. I don't care. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the time when the father called me back to business a number of years back, you know, many, 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 (laughs) many, (laughs) way, way back, (laughs) many centuries ago, not long after the Bible began, you know, that, that far back, you know. It feels like forever, doesn't it, you know. That's what happens when you're getting older, you know. Oh, man, it's almost like you forget these things. But anyway, when the, when the father called me back in, into business, um, you know, I'm in business, I'm working in business. Then he says this to me, I don't want you to speak in public right now. I'm like, what? You know, I'm called to preach the gospel And the father said, I don't want you to speak in public right now. You know, it was over seven years I did not speak in public. Do you know how many ministry leaders, how many people in the nations came up to me and said, Kenny, I've got a word for you. You're in disobedience. You're called to preach the gospel and you're not preaching the gospel. You're in disobedience. I'm like, no, I'm not. 
I'm preaching the gospel every single day, but I'm doing it his way. I'm called to yield to him. And if he says, don't preach in public, I'm not going to preach in public. And then he said this to me. He said, okay, I'll let you preach in prisons. You know, but you can't you can't have a public ministry and travel ministry. Not because there was no sin in my life. He said, I'm training you and I'm teaching you. And I'm going to take you to a deeper place. And every day, my days were filled with hours upon hours in the presence of Yehovah. And everything I did in business, I was surrounded by the presence of Yehovah. It was an incredible training ground in the Spirit. But then the father said to me, Okay, you can preach in prisons. And let me tell you, what testimonies did we see in the prisons? In some of the darkest prisons in the UK. You know, Dartmoor Prison down in uh, uh, Exeter area in the Moors and... Man, there were some rough places we went into with some of the worst uh, murderers and sex offenders and stuff. And we went in there and ministered the love of Yeshua. People were born again, transformed, and you never got to know what their names were. They had numbers that they were given. We used to write to them on a number basis. And, you know, look, it doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what things you have done. We all fall short. And, you know, it's it was such a privilege and blessing to minister to some of the most broken people I'd ever met. And, you know, I, I used to get people telling me, how dare you go to those places? They don't, they don't need Yeshua. They don't need Jesus. Man, they should just be shot and killed for all the things that they have done. But let me tell you something. The Father makes a way and he brings transformation. He brings change. Well, anyway, the one, one time... Uh, you know, I used to get up like four o'clock in the morning when we were going into prison. I'd be up three, four in the morning, pressing in on prayer. And I'd, I'd be saying, Father, show me what's to come. You know, show me what's going to take place at these meetings. We just have this short window and we ask for a mighty outpouring of your spirit. And I ask, Father, for is for wisdom. I ask for insight, prophetic insight, for words of knowledge, for understanding. May the gifts of the Spirit be alive within my life. And, you know, I encourage you. This is how we're called to pray. This is how we're called to live. And, you know, you know so often we feel so inadequate when it comes to sharing, when it comes to, to ministering. You know, there's many stages I've stood on. There's many TV networks that I've spoken on in places I've been. And I'm like, you know, what am I doing in this location? You know, how come I'm speaking at this event? How come I'm in this location? You know, I don't deserve to be in this place, you know, in these events and, and so on and so forth. We don't deserve it, you know. But but will we trust him? Will we stand and say, I'm going to walk in accordance with your will? So during those years where the Father said, you don't preach, you don't speak in public, there was such an incredible work that was going on. You know, I was I was more at Bible school in those seven and a half years than any other time of my life. You know, my dependence in the Spirit was far greater in a time when I was never even preaching the gospel publicly. I wasn't doing radio, television, or any of those things. So for that whole season, you know, there was two times I actually got up on uh, in, in uh, large fellowships where I was trusted and you know, I would always have prophetic insight. I knew exactly what was going on. The Father would be speaking to me all the time. 
And two times I went up on stage over that period to share a word of what the Father was saying to me. They hand me the mic, and I get the mic, and I'm looking out at the crowd, and, you know, I'm getting ready to share. And the Ruach HaKodesh says, what are you doing? I told you, no speaking in public. <laughs> and, wow, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. Here I am standing on the stage in front of lots of people that, uh, that I know and so on and so forth, and... I'm like, have to hand the mic back and say, no, I don't have any permission to share it. I can't share it. I have to go sit down. Anyway, I got to preach in prisons. And man, I tell you, I loved it. And there was one time we went to Cardiff prison. Uh, young offenders, you know, under like, fair, yeah, from 35, 40 down. Um, and uh, quite a lively prison, you know. Uh, we used to go in there and, you know, we had to go in with a Catholic priest the Catholic priest did the first service, and then he had to wait until our service was over uh, for security reasons. We couldn't all come in at different times, you know. And I, I can't—I'll never forget watching the Catholic priest drinking the the rest of the wine after he gave his three people communion or five people communion. Anyway, when I was praying this one morning, praying in the Spirit, asking the Father, show me what is to come. Father, I want to see what is to come. And I'm calling out to the Father to pour out a mighty move of the Spirit within the prison. Father, bring revival in this prison. Bring transformation. I got taken in the Spirit and all of a sudden I see this chapel in the prison filled to overcapacity. You know, there's, there's no room everyone's having to stand there's not enough seats it is insane how many people are in the chapel for the service it's crazy and you know then I, then the father said i'm going to pour out my spirit today you watch what i'm going to do so when i met up with the whole team and we're getting ready to drive to the prison i think it wasn't cardiff it was uh, a couple of hours away uh, bridge end prison or something like that um, so we had to drive, uh, maybe it was Swansea, Swansea or Bridge End, can't remember, it's so long ago. But anyway, we had to drive a few hours to get there from Newport. And uh, I told all the guys in the car, the whole team, I said, listen, you know, the the Holy Spirit took me and, and showed me what's going to happen. The place is going to be packed full. It'll be standing room only. And the Holy Spirit's going to pour out. It's going to be an incredible time. You watch what's going to happen. It's going to be amazing. We are going to witness the glory of Yehovah manifest in this meeting. And everyone's kind of looking at me like, you know, because we've all been there before, you know, ministering to 12 to 15 people. <laughs> How many times have we been in that prison? Quite a number of times. Anyway, this day we walk in and I'm, I said, just pray in the Spirit. As we drive, pray in the Spirit. We are going to see a mighty outpouring of revival today. Pray in the Spirit. And that's what we did. We all came together, prayed in the Spirit as we're driving. We get to the prison. I tell you, man, I, I was so excited. I couldn't wait. We get in, you know, we meet the Catholic priest and we go in with him. And, you know, we have to sit down in the corner while the Catholic, Catholic priest does his mass for, you know, 40 minutes. And then it's our service. And, uh... We get in there, the Catholic priest is there, and there's just, you know, five five people, six people coming in for the Mass. And then that service comes to an end, and then we're just waiting for uh, people to come in for the service that we are there for. And all of a sudden, the entire place fills up. 
The place is so full, it is over capacity. The security guards are standing there like, what? What is it? Everyone wants to be in uh, the fellowship this morning. <laughs> Everyone wants to get close to God today. What's going on here? You know, there was a, a lot of security. And, you know, we have we have uh, uh, rules. There's rules. You can't look at an individual in the eye. You can't speak to an inmate. And you have all these different rules of things that you are not allowed to do. You're not allowed to lay hands on them and all this different type of stuff, you know. So, anyway, we're doing some praise and worship and, you know... Uh, it's all disjointed and it doesn't doesn't sound like we're laying the foundation of revival, you know. Um, you know, they're all sort of looking around, you know. And then I get up and, and I'm getting up to preach. And I get up to preach and as I'm preaching, there's, there's just disorder in the room. You know, this is not the foundation of revival. It's a, it's a whole room of disorder. There's other agendas going on in the room, and it's not how to get closer to God, you know. And um, anyway, there's people talking, and there's, you know, there's some stuff going on over here on, on my rights, and, you know, and I'm just preaching, and I'm, I'm preaching by faith because there's just, you know, the, the room feels dead. It feels like, whoa, it's crazy. And uh I'm like, this is one of the toughest days to preach I've ever had, you know? It's like doing street work, you know, where no one's paying attention and there's so much disruptions and things going on. And um, then the Holy Spirit just told me uh, to prophesy over this guy. Now, this is called breaking the rules, you know? <laughs> They've got security in there and everything, the prison wardens and stuff. And I look over to this guy and I, and I said to this, this guy, I said, excuse me. You know, you are talking while I'm speaking. And I'm, I'm proclaiming the word of God. God is real. He is alive. And you are rude. This is what I tell him. You're just rude. And, um, you know, God's given me a word for you. <laughs> you know, he's looking at me like, who do you think you are? You know, big tattoo on his neck and all this stuff. You know, he's this tough guy. And I'm rebuking him. I'm saying, you need to shut up. I'm preaching. The word of God is important. God is real. <laughs> you know. And um, I said, God's given me a word for you. I, I didn't have a word. This is what comes out of my mouth. God's given me a word for you. And I start prophesying over them. You've come here today because your girlfriend and your children's lives are at great danger. And you've come here to, to work out a strategy on how you protect your family. And I'm prophesying, boom, 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 over this guy. And uh, God says, if you will repent and give your life to me, I'll protect your family. <laughs> you know, this is what's coming out of my mouth. And I, you know, I'm look. You're this in this environment. You're ready for a lead balloon just to drop. Like, you know, are we going to have a riot here? Are we going to have a problem here? What's going to happen? And as I'm prophesying, and as I come to the end of this prophecy, you need to repent and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior right now. You need. <laughs> this guy is one. I don't. I don't know. He's one of the toughest guys in the prison. He drops to his knees with tears pouring down his face. He starts repenting of his sins and gets supernaturally transformed. I'm telling you, man, the Holy Spirit is pouring out. Hallelujah. Transformation is taking place in this guy's life. It's amazing what the Holy Spirit is doing. 
Then I started uh, asking others, does anyone else want to have forgiveness of sins? Do you want to get set free? For God is real. Hands are going up everywhere. People are starting to weep. The glory, the presence of Yehovah fills this chapel. It is one radical moment in the presence of Yehovah. He is a mighty God and he is mighty to save. And there's something amazing about when he speaks, when his word comes forth. What's going to bring your deliverance today? What's going to bring your transformation today? It's when you align yourself to the word of Yehovah, even if you're backslidden, even if you're unsaved and you've never surrendered to God. This is the moment for you to say, Yeshua, I'm going to put my trust in you. You are a living God. You are real. And we saw all these people all over this place getting radically, supernaturally changed. What a mighty move of the Spirit. And none of the guards stepped in. None of them, uh, you know, I didn't get uh, any discipline or told we're not allowed to come back or anything after that. But it was a mighty move of the Spirit because God showed up. He knows. He knows what's going on in people's lives. He knows what's happening and you know prophecy is incredible words of knowledge are incredible the gifts of the spirit are incredible what do we need to get through the things that we are facing we need to press in in his presence that's where we've got to get to i want to read from isaiah chapter 41 I want to read verse 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your Elohim. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. That's a word for someone today. I will uphold you with my righteous uh, right hand. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. You know, don't dismiss uh the view dismayed you know you know uh, fix your eyes your gaze on a mighty god a mighty savior don't don't dis- be dismayed don't don't have the wrong understanding of what's truly happening at this moment at this time do not fear for i am with you i am your elohim i am your god Is he your God? Is he your savior? Or is he just your savior when you're feeling good? But when you're feeling like I can't take it anymore, you know, what's your response in the presence of Yehovah? We have got to get to the place where our response is is to yield to the Holy Spirit. Can he not bring you through this? Can he not take you through this place where you are right now? Is he not able? He is able to to carry you through. He is able to bring forth deliverance. He is able to open doors that no man can shut. He is able to make a way where there is no way. He is able to bring restoration to your mind. He is able to bring transformation to your heart. He is able. I'm just warming up. I don't know about you. I'm just warming up. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you that your word is a strong tower and the righteous run into it. We run into your presence. We need you. We press into you. You know, what's your expectation levels at right now? Where do you stand? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you? You know, stop going on your journey and trying to to identify, you know, if you're dragging God along with you. 
<laughs> that's not how we're called to live. Deuteronomy chapter 31. Let's just turn there. If I can find it here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not, uh, do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For Yehovah your Elohim goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and uh, and contagious. (laughs) Be strong and contagious. In the Holy Spirit be contagious. Hallelujah. (laughs) Be strong and courageous. For you must go with this people into the land that Yehovah swore to the forefathers to give them. And you must divide it among them as their inheritance. Yehovah himself, here's the key, Yehovah himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. I break the spirit of discouragement right now in Yeshua's name. Discouragement be broken. Do not be afraid. We are not going to walk in the spirit of fear. And, you know, look, a lot of times we, we are fearful, especially when we're coming into new territory and new places and we've not been through uh, the things that we're going through today. The whole world is changing right now. And, you know, we've got a great opportunity. Are we going to stand in faith or are we going to live in fear? And we've got to keep aligning ourselves until we have trained the flesh that you must yield to the Spirit. We're not going to walk in the flesh. We're going to walk in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing how we we, we read that? What what does it say? I will uphold you. Do not be dismayed. Uh, Do not be afraid. I am your Elohim. He is the one who gives us strength. And I just want to proclaim over your life, you are strong enough in Messiah. Receive the strength of Yehovah. You might be saying, well, you know, look, haven't you been saying that for the last few days? Can't you just say it once? You know, look, sometimes we've got to go over things. We've got to go over things until it sinks in. And, and you know, thank you, Father, for Uh, his patience that he will train us in the way that we should go he will equip us in the way that we should go for we want to be encouraged and strengthened in Yehovah and as we see uh, be strong and courageous uh, what Moses is saying you know when we go to the book of Joshua um, that's exactly what we see there Um, you know uh, the command that uh, we see Uh, Verse 6 of Joshua chapter 1. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Oh, listen. Listen. You can move and not just be courageous. You can be very courageous. (laughs) Very courageous. What does that look like? What does that look like to you? to be very courageous. You know, what's happening when the trust factor within your life, you're moving into a whole new dimension. You actually don't care what people think about you. You don't care if you're dancing half naked in front of the, uh, or behind the Ark of the Covenant like David. You don't care how embarrassed other people are on your behalf. You don't care. 
because we've got to get out there. There is people who are they're suffering and dying and we've got to open our mouth and proclaim the gospel of the kingdom and bring forth the life of the Spirit to this generation. Wake up, O body of Messiah. It's time for us to rise up. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all of the Torah my servant Moshe gave you. Do not turn to it from the right or to the left. You've got to set your face like a flint. You know, how, how many diversions? You know, what, what distractions are you dealing with? Come on, look, go to war against distractions. That's a word for someone right there. Go to war with distractions. You've got to cancel out those distractions. You want to be uh, achieving things in the Spirit. You cancel distractions in Yeshua's name. You have not got time to be caught up in the area of distractions. I'm preaching to myself on this too. You know, there's so many times we get caught up. And and then before we know it, all this time has gone by. And look, you know, we don't have to work ourselves to death. There's something called rest. But there's a difference between rest and distractions. You know, you set your 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 time aside to be effective. And don't allow the enemy to to uh, intervene and to dilute what the Holy Spirit is doing. You know, there's sometimes in my office, you know, from my office and home, where I have to say to my wife and daughter, listen, I am closing the door to this office. And, you know, I don't want anyone knocking on my door. I don't want anyone coming to my door. <laughs> I'm closing this door because I need to be, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? You know, I, I've, I've got to be so focused that I don't want one single distraction until I'm finished doing what I'm doing, especially when I'm dealing with contracts and writing contracts. I want no distractions. Close the door. You know, throw your phone away. You know, whatever it takes. You know, I am going to focus on the task at hand. So what are you going through in your life? Are you suffering because of too many distractions? Are you finding that you're actually in an incredible opportunity for great learning in the Spirit, but the enemy is trying to rob you of your energy? He's trying to rob you of your strength. And, and you know, one of the, the things I saw as I was praying for this, uh, this devotional time right now is that some of us just need to learn how to breathe. Just stop. This is not new age stuff. You know, we've got to learn how to breathe. We're so anxious. We're so uh, tense. Just enter the rest of Yehovah and receive from him. Take a big, deep breath. Get the oxygen into your lungs. Get your brain fed properly. You know, get your body hydrated. I break the spirit of distraction right now in Yeshua's name. <laughs> I break the spirit of distraction, you know. Oh, yeah, it's all right for you, you know. You don't know how old I am. You don't know what I'm going through. How can God use me in, in my age? Well, you just look at the Outer Hebridean revival. Two old ladies in their 80s, man, they, they, they had so many health issues from blindness to all aches and pains and uh, hunched over and all that different types of stuff. They couldn't even go to the local fellowship on the, the island of Lewis. People had to come and spend time with them. But they were prayer warriors. They were so devoted to prayer 
that everyone knew that if they had something going on in their life, they had to get round to the house of those, those two old ladies. There was no room for them in the ministry in the local church. There was no room for them in those places. But let me tell you something. Did they know how to pray? <laughs> they knew how to pray. And I just want to call you to that place. Press in in Yeshua's name. Press in to that place of prayer. Get into that place where you become effective. Don't dismiss, you know, who you are because of your age, because of what you've gone through. You are precious in my sight, says Yahovah. <laughs> you know, what my wife says to my, my dog, you know, my Jack Russell, she says, you are important. <laughs> you are precious. She tells the dog all the time. That's why he thinks he's the mayor of Casaria, you know. Oh, yeah, he's special, yeah. He hangs out the windows. We drive around the community. He's the mayor of Casaria. That's right. <laughs> that was until one other dog nearly killed him, you know. But let me tell you something. We stand upon his word. We are not going to procrastinate. We are not going to lose this moment. We're not going to lose this time that the Father has for us to walk in victory in Messiah. So we break the spirit of fear. We break discouragement. And we proclaim this. Be strong. Be strong in Yehovah. Come on. Press in. Is this ministering to anyone? You can give the thumbs up and stuff if you're being ministered to. You're being blessed and encouraged. You know, I want you to share this word with others. You know, this is, it's, it's time for transformation. What's the Father saying? You are strong enough in my name. You are strong enough. Stop agreeing with the devil when he tells you you're no good. That's right. You're no good in the flesh. <laughs> in the spirit, you're a mighty warrior. Hallelujah. It is time for us to stand on his promise and proclaim the victory of Messiah. This is the day that he has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Um, Lola wants to share a scripture, Job chapter 33, verse 4. It says, The Spirit of, Yah of Elohim has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Look, there's many times, you know, in the midst of the pressure, in the midst of the attack in ministry and in business and, all, you know, Look, you know, I, I've just got to pause and say, Father, I need, I need to breathe. I need to breathe your life. I need your life to breathe over the things that I am doing. May your breath be in me. May your breath go through me. Hallelujah. The Spirit of Elohim has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Father, thank you for life. Thank you for salvation. If you're listening right now and you know that you're far away from God, you know your life is not right, you're playing games, this is time to teshuvah, as we say in Hebrew. It's time to repent, to come back to the place of beginnings, to come back to the Torah, to come back to a mighty God and submit your life before him. He will lift you up. He will take you through this. 
Are you spending all your time, all your days, trying to deal with your own problems that you have no time to minister into the needs of others? Then you've got things back to front. You've been meditating on the wrong message. You've been meditating on the thoughts of the flesh and the thoughts of the enemy. You've got to change that around. You've got to get the word hidden within you. You've got to get to that place where we are delving in. Thank you for your word. Hallelujah. His word is a lamp unto our feet. His word is a lamp unto our feet. <clears throat> Perfect love casts out all fear. We know that scripture. Uh, but I want to read in 1 John chapter 4. Dear friends, verse 7. Let us love one another, for love comes from Elohim. Everyone who loves has been born of Elohim and knows Elohim. Whoever does not love does not know Elohim because Elohim is love. God is love. Hallelujah. This is how Elohim showed his love among us. He sent his one, his only son into the world that we might live through him. So don't tell me you accept Yeshua. I want to ask you a question. Are you living through him? Are you living through him? Because that's where the power comes from. That's where the victory comes from. That's where you will see the devil being crushed on every side in Yeshua's name. Verse 10. This is love, not that we loved Elohim, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. So receive the atoning sacrifice. Receive forgiveness. Receive transformation. Move into the born-again walk. Oh, brother, you know, I've already prayed the prayer. <laughs> Move into salvation. Move into the, the born-again walk. Move in. Step in. Get out of the old and walk in the new. Yes, you may have prayed the prayer. You may have done all those things. But let me ask a question. Where do you stand today? What are you going through? Yeah, I'm speaking in a way tonight that, that you know, it, it's time. You know, you've got to make these decisions. Don't allow the enemy to break you. You know, it, we've got to get to that place where we say, you know what? Why are so many people who are meant to be of faith on the verge of suicide? It's because they're listening to the counsel of man. They're listening to the counsel of the devil. They're listening to the counsel of the flesh. And if we will just align ourselves in the spirit and understand the love of God, <laughs> we will never be the same. <laughs> I want us to get to the place where we see the victory in Yehovah. So in 1 John chapter 4, if we just move on. Look, listen, just enjoy yourself. Hang out in First John chapter 4. There's your homework. We haven't given homework for quite a few weeks. I know Russell likes homework. So anyway, homework, First John chapter 4, the whole chapter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, you know, verse 18, there is no fear in love. 
So how do we overcome that spirit of fear? And we're hitting on this and we're just hitting on this. Why? Because you are strong enough. We're talking about the backbone of steel in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear. How are you going to get victory? Make sure you write homework there, Russell. First uh, John chapter 4, homework. Meditate on this. Spend a day. Hang out in this chapter and walk in victory. Hallelujah. We deal with false, lying, deceptive spirits right at the beginning of the chapter. And this is so important. Why? Because they are all the things that come to mess your head up. They're here to destroy your life. They're there to, you know, false prophecy, lying, deceptive, demon spirits. (laughs) They're here to rob your promises, but then we come to the place. You know, when the enemy's trying to get you so full of fear, what's the Father saying? I'm bringing you into my perfect love. Verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. Oh, you spirit of religion, I break you right now in Yeshua's name. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Hallelujah. If anyone says, I love Elohim, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love Elohim who he has not seen. And he has given us this command. Whoever loves Elohim must also love his brother. Talk about combining the whole foundation of what the, the, the commandments are all about. Love the Lord thy God and serve him only and love your neighbor as yourself. May the love of Yehovah be seen to this generation on how we treat each other because we are found in the presence of Yehovah. So the word today is you are strong enough. You are strong enough. I'm, I'm telling you, be set free right now. Be released right now. I know this word is speaking to people right now. I know the Holy Spirit is moving right now. He is with us right now. He is bringing transformation within your life right now. This is the hour for you to rise up and be who the Father has called you to be. You are strong enough to face the challenges of the enemy. We, we Look... We just break all of the assignments of the enemy, you know, all the areas where he's trying to pull you down. Come on, you know where you know where he's hitting you. You know the areas of your weakness. You know where the devil's pounding you every day. You know, you might think that's no temptation, but you know what? He's pounding that area for a reason because he recognizes it as a weak spot where he can destroy you. Why? He wants to steal, kill, and destroy Another scripture, you know, Romans chapter 8. I just want to read. um, What do I want to read? Verse 35. Okay. Sometimes you just look. Man, maybe we should stay up all night and just read the word. I'm telling you, man, I'm fired up here with the word. His word is alive. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. It's bringing deliverance. It's bringing transformation. It's opening doors. It's, <laughs> it's opening a way where there is no way. 
Verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Well, I think we just about covered it all right there, yeah? So what's the very reason that people are losing the love of Yahovah? Just the very things that we've got written here. Shall trouble hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, lack, danger, or the sword. Oh, you know, I'm just a miserable, no good for nothing believer, you know. Listen. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? If you will align yourself with the word, that's why you've got to take this book. You've got to eat the words of this book. This is your food. Give us this day our daily bread. Hallelujah. You've got to partake of the word of Yehovah. I'm a social eater. I don't know about you, man. I, I tell you, man, you know, I've got to watch my weight from times. The more time I spend around people, the more I want to get my cooking going, you know. I want to make sure I'm cooking up barbecues and I'm making salads and doing all different types of stuff. I'm a social eater, man. I love to hang out with people and eat, you know. <clears throat> But are we eating the word? Are we drawing into the word? Let's be social eaters of the scripture together where we speak the word together. We bring forth the encouragement of the spirit together. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? Shall trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, or nakedness, danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors. You are more than a conqueror. You are strong enough, says Yehovah. Receive the word of Yehovah. Come on. It was easy enough to receive the devil's uh, negativity. It was easy enough to, you know, listen to your own human reasoning it was easy enough to be caught in procrastination where you're just wasting all of your time instead of delving into the Word and partaking of the Word. In all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither the the height or the depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Elohim that is in Yeshua, the Messiah, our Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Man, if I was standing up preaching right now, I'd be getting into a holy dance right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for your word. Nothing is going to separate us from the love of Yehovah. Nothing can separate us. That's how powerful his love is. Receive the word tonight. Receive the word of the Ruach HaKodesh that nothing is going to separate you from his love. Well, apart from yourself. You know, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. If you choose to walk in the flesh, the Father, you know, look, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's just going to go, okay, look, it's your life. You're not a robot. Do you choose to love him today? Do you choose to know him? 
Do you choose to walk in His ways? Or are the choices you're making going in the wrong direction? If they're going in the wrong direction, then this word is the turnaround. This word for you is the turnaround to say, you know what? I'm so far off base. Father, will you bring me back in line with the Spirit? Will you bring me back to that place? Just like in 1 John chapter 4, we deal with false prophets, we deal with lying, we deal with deception, all those different things. Well, you look at Romans chapter 7, the struggle with self, verse 15, and then we come into, there is no condemnation for those in Yeshua the Messiah in chapter 8. It's the same old, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. But God is faithful and just. He will provide a way out for you to stand up under it. Come on, let's stand up. Let's be who he has called us to be in the midst of the challenge, in the midst of the things that we are going through. Do we trust him? Is he able? Can he do it? My God is able. My God is able. What about your God? Do you have the same God? Do you have a God who is able? Are you following the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Are you standing upon the word of Yehovah? His word is powerful. His word is victory. His word is food. Hallelujah. My Bible's falling to bits because I'm partaking from it on an ongoing basis every single day. Hallelujah. Well, you know what? I just believe that we have delivered what the Holy Spirit wants to say here tonight. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. You know, <clears throat> as we go through these types of, of sessions and these types of time, you know, look, the sinful mind is hostile to Elohim. It doesn't submit to God. You know, we have got to come to the place and recognize we're born of the Spirit. Where is that verse in uh, 8? Uh, uh, the mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to Elohim. It does not submit to Elohim's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please, cannot please Elohim. Father, we want to thank you for this time. We thank you, Father, that we are strong enough. We thank you, Father, you are raising up an army, Father, that we are devoted to you. Oh, Father, your word is so precious. Your word is so awesome. Thank you, Father, for blessing us with the ability to hold your word. Thank you, Father, we can use our electronic technology and have access to so many versions and been able to understand different languages and what you are saying in the Hebrew as well. We thank you, Father, for your word. Your word is incredible. And Father, I ask for your word to go to work right now on every single one of our hearts. I pray that not one person under the sound of my voice, under the video, will be left standing on the side. I pray that this will be a day where we will recognize, you know what? I am strong enough. I can get through this. In the places where I've given up, when the places when I've lied down to the report of this world, the report of the enemy, I'm not going to follow the report of the enemy any longer. I'm going to walk by the Spirit of Yehovah and walk in His ways. 
So, Father, we release a mighty outpouring of your Spirit upon our lives. And just have your way. Have your way. You are strong enough, says Yehovah. Hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message tonight. I hope this message has been an inspiration and a strength to you today. It has been a blessing to share with you. I'm just going to post a couple of links in here. Uh, just give me a second while I find those links. Um, you know, because our God is able. He is an amazing God. You know, I've been I've been sharing with you what's been happening with the ministry, and we we had. Um, can't remember what you call it right now, but we had uh, uh, an attack on our credit card processing system where some gang or whatever of uh, thief, you know, thieves with stolen credit cards tested way over 100,000 cards through our terminal system. We've been hit with huge bills. Uh, I want to tell you, we've almost got our new... Uh, credit card processing terminal in place uh, it's not going to be long, maybe a few days uh, hopefully uh, for us to get set up but continue to pray for us because we have no ability to pay the bills at the end of this month but we know he is able you know, we, look, we're not concerned we cast our cares onto Yahovah but sometimes there's a time where we come together and we recognize how do we stand together to make a difference. So I want to post here uh, different ways on how people can give and support the ministry. We can only take giving right now through PayPal. And, uh, you know, we, we've only got like a week to see uh, $20,000, $25,000 come in. And we know the Father is able. We've also got to pay for lawyers to try and sort this problem out. We're talking to our legal counsel. We've got to get these things in place so that we can uh, come against whatever channel we can so that we don't get these bills to stick against us because we've got first data right now saying that they are not going to release the charges and more charges are coming. We haven't seen the update bills. So right where we stand, I just want to ask you, stand in intercession over the ministry. Why? Because the enemy wants to break us. He wants us in default. He doesn't want us functioning in the spirit but we proclaim victory in messiah that we will see a release that we will see increase that we will see the blessings of yahovah over this ministry and over the work that we do so we are not uh, in fear or panic but let me tell you something we're on the verge of a miracle and i want to encourage you if you want to support us if you want to stand with us uh, you might be, maybe you're on a monthly right now using uh, your credit card through our other system. I've got that in test mode right now, so no payments will go through. So no money will be taken out of your bank account. Uh, you can, uh, you have to manually make the donation this month through PayPal. And we just encourage you to do that. And uh, look, we're on the verge of a miracle. We're going to see a mighty outpouring of the Spirit. I believe that this is what the word says, that he will catch the thief and he will have to pay seven times. And we just proclaim right now supernatural increase over Bulldozer of Faith, over God of Life Ministries, that this is time for the blessing and where the enemy is stealing. We call it back right now in Yeshua's name. 
We call it back. We catch you, Hasatan, and we say, you are not going to steal off us any longer. We proclaim the blessings of Yeshua over this ministry, Father, over the walk that we have here in the land of Israel and in the nations, that this is the hour of victory and blessing. So we rejoice, Father, in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So keep standing in prayer. Let's watch the miracle of what the Father is going to do at this time. If you know, if you want to be part of that miracle, you can participate in seeing this miracle come to pass. I know the Father's going to give pressed down, shaking together, running over, because we, we've just got to be faithful and press forward. We don't need to be in fear. The Father is going to do it. He will do it. Hallelujah. It's funny when we're talking about spiritual warfare and being strong enough, then all these things happen. But I'm encouraged. And I'm sharing these things with you because I want you to learn through the walk. Learn. You know, these things are they're not small things. These are big deals, you know. And you're going through things too. You're going through things that are big deal uh, in your life as well. And we stand with you and we say, Father, bring us through. Protect us in Yeshua's name. No weapon forged against you will prosper. Listen, don't move into a spirit of fear. Don't respond to what the enemy is saying. Why? You know, I was just speaking to my friend in South Africa who has been had three attempted carjackings in Johannesburg. And one time a guy puts a gun to him and is about to shoot him. And he says, in the name of Jesus, I come against you. In the name of Jesus. And that guy uh, took the gun down instead of blowing his brains away, turned around and ran away. You know? Let me tell you something. There is power in the name of Yeshua. There's power in the name of Jesus. Don't underestimate how he can stand for you. He can send his angels to protect you. But what? how, how are you going to deal with whatever you're going through? You can't deal with it with a spirit of fear. You've got to deal with it with his love. You've got to, you know, come on, stand upon the promises of Yehovah. This is the hour for us to see the miraculous move of the Spirit in every area of every one of our lives. So be encouraged today. Be strengthened. May your faith tank be so filled up (laughs) that you will, you know, uh, be very courageous. Hallelujah. That's my word right now. Very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Oh, that's my word. Oh, devil, you better watch out. I'm coming after you. Very courageous in Yeshua's name. Thanks for joining with us. Uh, You've got my email address there as well on that link I just posted. If you've got prayer requests, you've got testimonies you want to share, please uh, send me a message. You can also go into our intercession area. I'm just going to send you the link. I think you've got to get an invite to get there. Uh, If you are not a member, uh, if you just click on that link and just ask to join the group, it's a private area for intercessory prayer. And the purpose of this group is that everyone can pray for each other and we can have the body ministry taking place. This is what we need. We need the body of Messiah ministering and taking place as we fellowship together. So I want to thank you for watching. Until next time, shalom. Oh, before I go, before I shalom, shalom, uh, happy uh, uh, new month. We are at the beginning of the month. Hallelujah.
So Rosh Chodesh Sameach to every single one of us. It's the beginning of the month. We are entering into the new moon, the new month. So if you've got your shofars, blow your shofars and proclaim blessings over this new month. I want to thank you for watching. Until tomorrow, Shalom, Shalom.